The Senate parliamentarian has pushed back on the Democrats' attempt to use reconciliation for amnesty. Here's from the Associated Press. Senate Senate parliamentarian deals blow to Democrats' immigration push. Democrats can't use their $3.5 trillion package bolstering social and climate programs for their plan to give millions of immigrants. They're not immigrants. Let me stop right here. The media is part. The media is part of the effort to remake our language. They're not immigrants. Immigration is a process. Entering the country unlawfully is just that. It's unlawful. It's illegal. You're not an immigrant. A chance to become citizens. The Senate's parliamentarian said late Sunday, a crushing blow to what was the party's clearest pathway in years to attaining that long-sought goal. The decision by Elizabeth McDonough, the Senate's nonpartisan interpreter of its often enigmatic rules, is a damaging and disheartening setback for President Joe Biden, congressional Democrats, and their allies in the pro-immigration and progressive communities. Though they said they'd offer a fresh alternative, McDonough's stance badly wounds their hopes of unilaterally enacting over-Republican opposition changes, letting several categories of immigrants gain permanent residence and possibly citizenship. Look how the Democrats fight for the non-citizen. They want to go around every obstacle they possibly can, including the Constitution. They have not been able to pass through the legitimate, lawful, legislative process, an amnesty package. But they'll go to any length, any workaround, any way they can get there, they're going to get there. Because they know once these people get citizenship, it's kind of like the same-sex marriage ruling. People started showing up. They got married. What are you going to do? Undo their marriage? Even if it has nothing to do with the federal government. And the Supreme Court can't make law. Nobody cares anymore. You got your way. You got what you wanted. It's and I think this is an understanding that get it done, get it through by any means necessary, and let's see them undo it. Which in of itself is corruption. When you know what you're doing is unconstitutional and even illegal, and you do it anyway with the expressed understanding that somebody else is going to have to undo it or take it back, and that might be unpopular, then you're achieving your goals through illegal through illegal ends. But they're not going to stop here, because the non-citizen, the non-citizen is the canvas. It's the clay. The non-citizen presents the Democrats with unlimited potential for single-party rule, new party registration, you know, people that are told that they're slaves working in the shadows of the economy who will then qualify. And we already saw what the CBO said. Eight million illegals getting citizenship would qualify them for $140 million in spending. And it's going to be every eight million. It's going to be every eight million. And they're not going to stop. So eight million will get in line. They'll get legalization sooner or later. They're not going to stop here. And then those people will be given automatic family sponsorship, family reunification. And that $8 million will be $21 million. $8 million will become $21 million. And then that $21 million will be able to sponsor even more family members. 
Then they'll find another unrelated $8 million and start all over again. And it's never going to stop. Wines at 695 Patriot 9572874. You know, Nancy Pelosi was overseas telling you know, foreigners that capitalism is not working in the United States after she got rich. We have a left-wing movement now that is no longer, they have dropped the shroud a long time ago. They might be trying just for, you know, public relations to keep up the appearance of being somewhat pragmatic, you know, pragmatic, well-intentioned, center-left Democrats. These people are not that. This is the hard left now. Excuse me, I have a correction. I said 140 million. It's 140 billion. 140 billion. 140 billion these 8 million illegals would qualify for in spending. And again, that's going to be 21 million before it's all over. Not to mention the people were airlifting, the million plus refugees and asylum seekers would take in every year who then sponsor family members. We are moving very quickly to an economic model. I don't care what your politics are. I don't care where you went to college. I don't care what your degree is, how many graduate degrees you have. I don't care how many papers you've written, how many awards you've won. You cannot run a society with an open border and a welfare state where you are shrinking, democratically shrinking the number of people who are actually contributing to the government, contributing money. It just, it, it doesn't work. It cannot work. It will never work. I don't care how smart you think you are. The model doesn't work. An unlimited many cannot be supported by a static few. It's impossible. And that's what they're promoting. If we could just get these people in, if we could just get them in and get them on the path of citizenship, what are the Republicans going to do? undo their citizenship so they're not going to stop and this is not going to and you know what republicans had a unique opportunity in 2017 and they blew it and before that they had a unique opportunity in 2006 and they blew it they blew it they absolutely blew it and now we're seeing it's kind of interesting a trend in the workforce or should i say lack thereof called ghosting Now, ghosting is usually associated with a breakup, right? You just, you know, block the person on your cell phone, you block them on social media, you lose their contact, and that's it. You don't don't see them anymore, hear from them anymore. You ghost them. Headline Business Insider. Employers say ghosting coasting is a growing problem, but workers have their reasons for quietly walking away from their job. It says, over a summer marked by rage quits, the great resignation, and other high-profile walkouts by overworked, underappreciated employees, another headache has been quietly brewing. Where many employees have gone gone out with a bang this year, a growing number are instead departing without so much as a whimper. Hiring and retention has become a defining challenge in the current labor market, and the Federal Reserve's most recent summary of economic conditions in the U.S. as a growing trend is giving employers new headaches. Retention continues to be a growing problem for firms the Atlanta Fed said in its September Beige Book entry. Restaurateurs noted concerns over ghosting coasting, where a new hire works for a few days and moves on to the next restaurant without notice before they're let go due to a lack of skills. 
So basically, people are just disappearing from the workforce. They're maybe taking jobs, or maybe they had jobs. They're not putting in their two weeks. They're just not showing up. Well, this is what happens when you pay people not to work. We're now approaching the holiday season. I know you don't want me to say that because it's still September. But we're going to be there very soon. And then we're going to cross the two-year mark of the pandemic. And it's going to be here before you know it. And there are going to be people who've been out of the workforce for well over a year, perhaps even two. Once people exit the workforce, their skill set of just being an employee, their motivation, their incentive to work goes away. You're paying them to do nothing. Sure, they might not be making as much on the dole, but it beats work, right? When you can find yourself, spend all day reading, watching TikTok, working on your own art, who knows? Just li- just living the chill life. But no society, no society can function in the absence of labor unless it takes over, unless plunder takes over. You don't have to be an expert in Frederick Bastiat to know this. That once plunder is legalized, people will vote for plunder. Not everyone, but enough people. And when you're talking about mass immigration, mass migration, mass legalization, where you plan to bring in God knows how many people, millions at a time, and give them access to taxpayer-funded services, who are the taxpayers at that point? Now any job sounds like a job an American doesn't want to do. And this is something else. I know that you're not allowed to say anything that sounds like replacement theory. You know what's really sickening about that is when the Democrats are doing what it is, you're not, if you call them out for exactly what it is they are doing, they call you a racist, a white nationalist, a white supremacist. Even if you're black, you're a sellout. You're all sorts. Look at what they did to Larry Elder, right? You become the black face of white supremacy if you speak about these things. So you're not allowed to speak about these things, even if that's exactly what they're doing. The truth is, this is 100% the truth. It's perfectly executed political analysis. You cannot get away from it. Sooner or later, the government will not be able to spend like this. They cannot increase the number of people who represent idle consumerism and zero liability voter status. It cannot happen. When, the, when, when, no, when there is no other alternative but to cut off the social welfare spending unless you want the nation to collapse, which there won't be a reboot, it'll just be collapse for a generation. Many Americans, when they're forced back into the workforce, are going to find themselves replaced by non-citizens. Because businesses are going to hire whoever whoever will do the job. And right now, if non-citizens don't qualify for these programs and they have to work, they'll work just long enough until they get citizenship. So ghosting, coasting. Maybe I work a day, maybe I don't work. Maybe I show up, maybe I don't show up. 
Now, some would say, I guarantee if we had a group of college-age leftists or their professors, they say, well, businesses will have to treat people better. I've explained this before. When we had 7 million more jobs than there were people to fill them, right, the increase in the price of labor was not effect, was not, was not going to be uh, an effect on government spending so much. Yes, if you have a labor shortage, whether orchestrated or organic, then the price of labor is going to go up. And yes, prices may rise with that, but organically, if people are earning more, they can absorb some small percentage increase in the cost of goods and services. Now, can immigration be used as a check on that? I guess, depending on how long you think that economic growth is going to be sustained. But when we had 7 million more jobs and there were people to fill them, people were making lateral moves to better employers. Employers, I said this back then, if you remember, maybe you do, maybe you don't. I said you had to treat your employees better. You had to. Because there are competing firms that may not pay anymore, but if the working conditions are better, if the work-life balance is better, if the benefits might be better, if just the management structure is better, people will leave a job for a better job, even if it means not getting paid anymore. They will leave. So businesses have their employees better. And that's a good thing. I don't sit behind this microphone and promote ill treatment. Now, there's a difference between treating someone like garbage and somebody being whiny. There's a difference. There's a difference between the I don't wanna, I don't wanna, I don't wanna. And you've all worked with someone like that. And it sucks when you have someone like that because you got to make up the work for them. If, if, if companies are treating performing employees less than their worth, they'll find someone else to employ them. That's always the, that's a measure. The best employees will find the best firm to work for. And the other firms and the other businesses will be stuck with, I guess, a lackluster workforce. They'll have a choice to make. They can either pay more, treat their employees better, or both. One six six ninety five patriot nine five seven two eight seven four. But for now, the Senate parliamentarian, who's probably going to disappear, has put the kibosh on the Democrats' plans. That doesn't mean they're going away. They're just going to find. They're just going to make a new plan. The Democrats have dedicated themselves to a demographic reboot in this country. We're right, they're wrong, that's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patriot.